In this week's episode of the Cross the Yas podcast, I talk about the state of cross-dressing in the public setting, past and future, Kirsten talks Target in Kirsten's Corner, and Sierra talks about going out dressed during a recent camping trip. This is the 60th episode of the Cross the Yas podcast, so let's get to it, shall we? Yas! Yas, yas, yas! Yas, 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 yas! Cross Yas podcast, which is him here so... Yas! Yas! Yas, 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 yas! Yas, yas, yas. Hello and welcome to the Cross the Yas podcast. My name is Giselle Mirsal, and I'm a crossdresser slash gender fluid slash crossdressing connoisseur slash crossdressing host of this inclusive and wonderful podcast, the Cross the Yas podcast. If you're new to the podcast, check out crosstheasspodcast.com where you can find bonus behind the scenes stuff and things and ways you can help support this podcast moving forward. Check out patreon.com slash crosstheyas to see how you guys can get bonus prints, bonus episodes, and even hear Kirsten, my fiance, sing her butt off. And lastly, if you want to share your personal story because it's cross-dressing, sexuality, or gender-related, and you're wondering if you can talk to someone about it, well, you know me and you know the podcast. The answer to your question is a loud frickin' yes! Hit me up, Giselle, at crossyaspodcast.com. That's spelled G-I-S-E-L-L-E at C-R-O-S-S-Y. AASpodcast.com, where you can email me and tell me your story. And if you're willing, I'll even share it on the podcast. You can also hit me up on Twitter at CrossYas or DM me at CrossYasPodcast on Instagram. Holy crap, guys, September has flown by. It's almost like you didn't even need to wake me up when September ends. Because really, I'm already awake, and in a flash, September is almost over. And the year it really has freaking flown by. So much so that I realized that I've just done 60 episodes of this dang podcast. What? Yeah, can you believe that? Which is crazy, and I feel like I should give those who don't know me and use this opportunity as just a quick recap to tell you guys who I am and what I hope to accomplish with this podcast. Recording this uh, from the house, I'm in the kitchen of our new home. Still haven't fully moved in just because I've been flying back and forth between work. I am recording this from my kitchen. There's nothing in here. It's still pretty bare. We're slowly doing in the process of moving. But yeah, if you guys didn't know, it's a quick refresher. My name is Giselle. I am a cross-dresser slash gender fluid. And I argue, I think recently in episode 57, where I think cross-dressers fit under the transgender umbrella. For work, I am a registered nurse. I work with the pediatric population in the ICU. So I work with the sick kiddos. I travel for work from Northern California to Southern California. Uh, for my work in the Bay Area. Um, I'm an open book. If you guys haven't heard any of the episodes, I mean, I pretty much divulge as much information about myself to you, the Cross the Ass listener. Uh, I've done 60 episodes of this show, um, and I pretty much just lay it out all on the line. Especially true in those first couple episodes. Uh, I think those first couple episodes, I pretty much talk about my sexual endeavors and even my own struggles with things like addiction and gambling and other stuff. Um, I do my best to give you guys the knowledge I have about my cross-dressing and cross-dressing in general uh, in a week-to-week basis, especially in the new episodes. I kind of just try and every Wednesday to release something new, something to talk about. Um, And I even have guests on the podcast come to tell their own stories, which are cross-dressing, sexuality, and or gender-related. And I've recently realized that I should release them every other Saturday, which I have a new episode coming up this Saturday with Chrissy. So stay tuned for that. Please listen to it. It's an amazing story. And yeah, I think you guys will like it. 
Recently though, I have noticed that uh, my topics have strayed away from cross-dressing. They're usually more topical. If you realize in the last episode last week with Castor Semenya, I talk about her as the intersex athlete. In episode 52, I talk about AOC, the politician from the state of New York who talks about being called a bitch. And so she kind of just like goes out and talks about how that's affected her. And she claps back at a senator who called her that. And then in episode 56, I talk about it where I talk about cross-dressers fitting under the transgender umbrella. So in this week's episode, I think I'm just going to take a break from the topical stuff. And, and that unfortunately includes no yas of the week this week. This is the worst! I know, I know. But I'll get back to them in future episodes. And plus, I guess it's kind of exhausting to feel so relevant every week. Because, you know, sometimes, I don't know, I think the crossy ass listener just wants to just talk about what it's like to be a girl, right? What it's like to cross-dress and what it's like to feel girly. I enjoy being a girl. So in this episode, I'll get back to my core and uh, talk about the cross-dressing element and have the main focus of this episode be about, I don't know, I guess where I, as Giselle, see the future of cross-dressing in public and even how it was in the past. Because, you know, with COVID-19 and coronavirus, things are going to change about how we cross-dress and how we dress in public and, I guess, the etiquette of just being out in public. And for some people, you guys have already realized, it's already changed. It's everything has changed. And then this week, I'll also have Kirsten talk about her favorite ever place to shop. And for most Americans... You guys realize that with coronavirus hitting us so harshly, it's really Target. The store of Target, I love Target, and we'll talk about that in uh, Kirsten's Corner. Lastly, you'll hear Sierra talk about a camping trip she had going up in Femme in this week's Sierra Says. You know, we do want your support. Check out patreon.com slash crossyas for more information and ways you can support us. Kirsten, this month, she sings Thursday by Jess Glynn. I'll have an episode this, uh, hopefully uploaded this week, for the bonus Kirsten's Corner where she'll talk uh, about female masturbation <sighs> and her experiences. So if you guys want to hear that, you'll have to chip in $5 this month. And you can even get last month uh, episode about strap-ons if you want to hear about that. And yeah, check out the website, check out the Patreon. And I just want to say thank you guys for supporting us. Thank you guys for helping us. And even listening to the podcast, even if you don't support us, going on patreon that's okay we just love talking we i love helping you guys out and sharing my experiences and just talking about cross-dressing because covid's crazy and it's probably going to be like this for a little bit so i'm going to try and release everything every wednesday and some curious conversations every other saturday so if you guys enjoy that send me some love dm me email me tweet me do all that stuff so thank you guys enjoy this episode All right, so cross-dressing, going out in public, and the past and the future and how I see it. If you guys are new to the podcast and you haven't listened to my first couple episodes, which I highly suggest you do, uh, in those episodes, even though the audio is kind of bad, um, you'll hear me talking about some of my favorite experiences of just going out and about as normally as you would in regular clothes. Back then, I would cross-dress in public pretty frequently, I know it's changed now, and I haven't, shoot, I haven't dressed since March, like cross-dress, cross-dress, just because, well, a lot of reasons, one of which, again, I've talked about it, the manscaping stuff, I haven't had a need or reason to go out 
because, yeah, I mean, I haven't been able to go to the salon. I haven't been able to get my eyebrows waxed. haven't been able to get sugared, you know, and just haven't had that. But in those early episodes, again, I talk about just going out in regular clothes as Giselle. Um, I talk about going out and dressed as Giselle in Taiwan. I mean, that was super fun. Shoot, and I think about it, like, imagine that I was in Taiwan, like, dressed up as Giselle internationally. And I'm like, man, when will that ever happen again? Hmm. But to think about it, before I ever even gathered enough courage to go and cross-dress internationally, I started by making the conscious decision to go out of my own front door. But like many cross-dressers before me, and probably after me, you struggle with several questions because, you know, it's anxiety-inducing going out for the first time dressed as the opposite sex. Questions run through your head like, what will people think of me? Or Will I get extra stares? Shoot, do I even pass? Will people be like, oh my god, that's a man? And really, will I will I be accepted? Take me as I Because, you know, going out in public is first and foremost a battle not just as an acceptance of others, but really an acceptance of yourself. I think most cross-dressers and transgender people alike struggle with acceptance of who we are as individuals. Understanding who we are and that identity crisis is actually a real thing. I'll try not to get too sciencey, but um, even if some people like the President of the United States doesn't believe science is a real thing. I don't think science knows, actually. Um, but I do like to mention Eric Erickson. For those of you who are big fans of psychology and sociology, you might have heard of Eric Erickson. Well, he was the German-American developmental psychologist and psychoanalyst known for his theory on psychological development of human beings. He's also most famous for coining the phrase identity crisis. You know. Who am I? What am I? But speaking of identity, in one of his eight stages of development, the identity versus role confusion stage, generally seen from age 12 to 18, this stage is where we define self. I could break it down further into gender identity, but I want to focus primarily on the importance of going out as a crossdresser or a transgender person and really help you figure it out. We can figure it out. And we can figure it out. Why aren't you going out more and why aren't we living our best lives, you know? I just want to make the point that if you're listening to this podcast and you're not between the ages of 12 or 18, well, you can still figure out your identity and your role in life. Because, you know, that's the beauty. You can always keep working on yourself and making yourself better than who you were the day before. So instead of caring about what others think, ask yourself these questions. Are you holding yourself back? Are you denying who you truly are because of fear of how others may judge you? And what gender expression do you wish to express, and what does that really mean to you? For example, if you cross-dress but want to make it more of a full-time thing, I think that's perfectly okay. Because maybe you want to transition in the future and express yourself full-time, and that's totally a valid way of living. Or maybe you want it to be a part-time thing, kind of like myself, and maybe you only want to do it on occasion, and that's perfectly fine too. But I think it all stems from being honest with yourself, and what your goals is about what you want to do with your cross-dressing, and really, gender expression. All you got to do now, express yourself. For me, I think I've decided I am totally okay with expressing myself, at least in a public setting, only on occasion. As Giselle, of course. 
I know I haven't been dressing up lately. Again, I think it's been freaking since March. Shit, is that seven months ago? Hold, almost, almost. Actually, six months because I'm recording this in September. But maybe I'm okay with it, I think. <laughs> or maybe I'm just in huge denial and yearning to dress up again. Shoot, that's probably what it is. But I'm analyzing and reflecting on myself, which is something you should probably do if you're listening to this podcast, even if you're not a cross-dresser or transgender person. Like, how are you feeling right now? How are you feeling in this time of COVID about who you really are and what your goals are in life, right? What do you want? What do you want? It's not that simple. What do you want? Cross-dressing before COVID was so much easier, at least for me. But post-COVID, I don't know, doesn't look so great. Because you can't help think, damn, is this the new normal? Like, is this how cross-dressing will really be in the future? Like, will we, because I've seen this, like, you know, you're on your phone and you're on Instagram or Facebook and you just see people cross-dressing in your own living room and, I don't know, living your best life online. For some people, that's fine. You know, you want to be private. You only want to post your photos for yourself and sometimes you'll post them online for other people to see. I mean, that's one way to do it. But for me, I don't know. I just don't find that as fun. I find, like, being a social person and wanting that physical affection, even if if it's not from a lover, but like just like a hug from a person or like a quick like high five or something like that, all that's all going to change in the future. And also like, I don't know, like the internet to me, I don't know, it's weird. It's like, um, it just feels so fake, the authenticity of people online. And you'll see it with like, and I want to talk about this in a future episode about the people with like the face app changes or the gender App changes, I've talked about a little bit about that, I think last year when Snapchat, you know, released the gender swapping feature on Snapchat, which is fine. If that allows you to be your best self, there's nothing wrong with that. I just think that, I don't know, like, I mean, it allows you to be your best self and there's nothing wrong with that. I just feel like for me, I want to be able to put makeup on and be able to just go out without a mask. Shoot, the whole mask thing. I know for some cross-dressers and transgender people, I mean, I don't know how you guys feel, but putting on a mask and like for cross-dressers and transgender people, you know, and you love to put on makeup and you put a mask on, even for women out there, and you put a mask on. I think Kirsten put on a mask after she'd put on makeup for, uh, I think, a Zoom call for work. After she took the mask off, you just see all the residue from all the like primer and the foundation and the lipstick. And you're like, Huh. Oh, that's nasty. I mean, for me, I love to show my face. I may or may not have passing privilege depending on the camera angle that I take the picture at. I mean, it kind of gives me some passing privilege, but I don't know. I, I just prefer back then before COVID when you didn't have to wear a mask to go out in public. Although, which is a kind of a double-edged sword for some people who have like a five o'clock shadow or have a beard, they can put on a mask and kind of save themselves from putting on like coverage or things that'll cover up their beard to show more femininity, right? Because traditionally women don't have facial hair. So I don't know. It's it's kind of nice, I guess, for some people. But for me, I don't know. I just don't like, I don't like wearing the mask because for me, like femininity is the whole face. It's beauty comes from, I mean, yeah, it's, it's superficial for me to say it, but I think beauty is all facial stuff. And I love people's smile. I love seeing people's teeth. And um, even if they are fucked up, huh? Your teeth are all brown. No. (laughs) Look away, I'm hideous. But I do miss that. And I know it's going to change in the future. And here comes, oh, back in my day, Giselle. I am old. How old are you? 16. And 
my grandmother. I just miss that part of people, or being able to like hug them and see their faces and smell their stinky breath if they have stinky breath, and but see their teeth and see them happy. Like it, you can only really see smiles now on people's face by when you see them in public with their like eyes schmizing, you know, where they smile with their eyes, which is fun, you know, when you make someone laugh and you're, you can hear through their mask, they're laughing, but you only see their eyes kind of squint. I don't know. Um, so it's going to be different cross-dressing in public. Cause also I loved before COVID going out to clubs. Well, I'm kind of older now, but back then being able to dance on the dance floor and being like, not necessarily grinding up on somebody, but being able to, you know, like dance up on somebody. But now with COVID, what we're dancing six feet away from one another, like the idea of grinding against someone is unless you're a lover or unless there's someone, you know, like you're not really going to be able to do that in the club or floor, right? Like to think about being able to just meet someone at the club or the bar and just kind of talk to them or dance upon them. Like that's totally changing post COVID, but uh, it's going to be different. It's going to be hard for people who also are trying to date without the online feature, even though I met Kirsten through hinge, which is an online app. I think it's going to be a thing of the past meeting somebody face to face at a bar because you can't, it's really mask to mask. It's not face to face anymore. But what does this all lead to? And I'll keep this episode short because, you know, I got I got more stuff to unpack at this house. But it's really, it. I, th- I think about it, there's a lot of uncertainty with how the future will be. We have an election in America coming up in November, which you guys should register to vote if you guys haven't. With the talks of a vaccine and whether or not a vaccine will be rushed or will it be ready before freaking Christmas or the election or who knows, we should probably bank on a vaccine not being ready not being tested and not being able to, it won't cure COVID. It'll just, you know, treat its symptoms. We don't know what's going to happen, but as a podcaster, as a cross-dresser, as someone who is transgender and wants to continue cross-dressing in public, I am hopeful. I am grateful that I am able to be where I am. I hope to spread the message of love and welcoming and helpfulness i want to be that person to help you guys i'm not i'm not going anywhere i will cross dress hopefully soon once we get all our stuff ready and hopefully do video and hopefully show you guys that cross dressing is normal and being transgender is a normal thing and we are all special we all have our own traits and individual things that we want to bring to the table and uh, i hope in the future it'll be better but Um, I'm going to continue doing my thing on this podcast and hopefully stuff on video and Instagram live. And yeah, Uh, thank you guys for listening. I love ranting. (laughs) I'm going to keep this one short. And I love you guys because I wouldn't be here without you guys. And you guys are the the cross yas listeners helping me get through these tough times. And I hope for in the future that we will be better and we'll be stronger. And um, we will continue this message of love and acceptance. So yeah, thank you guys. Uh, Next up is Kirsten's Corner about Target. And I know how much you guys love Target because if you don't, because you're a Walmart fan, we're going to have to talk. We're going to have to talk. (laughs) Just kidding. And also stay tuned for after Kirsten's Corner to hear Sierra says where she talks about her camping experience going out as Sierra. You guys will definitely enjoy that. Thanks, guys. And now it's time for Kirsten's Corner. In this week's Kirsten's Corner. Kirsten's Corner. Whispering now. Oh, you can talk about this one. Let's talk about 
You're truly your favorite store ever of all time. Target? Target. Ah. <laughs> Target is our one-stop shop. I wish we could get sponsored by Target because this bitch shops. Yeah, ain't, no, you... ain't nobody sponsored at, by Target. Dude, I would love to be the first. Like, hey, let's go. But it's the number one place where we go for all that's, our needs. We go for quarantine. Quarantine has made a the number one place where you've shopped for clothes. No. For I have all not your bought any stuff. clothes at Target. Since in since oh, okay. quarantine, since, I was like, get out of here, Miss. Oh, maybe I bought. Miss, uh, yeah, yeah. What's their brand? What's their brand? Massimo. Massimo, and what's the a new day? Yeah, new day. Or <laughs> bitch, no one uh, knows or them. there's that one that's for like young people that I kind of get sometimes. I already forgot what it's called. Will no will fuck, I forgot what it's called. But I know you shop there. You, you know you shop there so much. When you have a Target card, no, no I don't. don't. I don't. But you have their app that you downloaded on your phone and my phone. Yeah, and clearly it's the best store of of the. It's like stores, it's right? like bougie Walmart. Yeah, not bougie Walmart. I mean, nicer Walmart. Because well, let's be honest, Targets are only in areas that are no, not necessarily. There are some Targets that are not the best places, but historically speaking, sure, or, or, sure, 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 sure. It's sure. almost well known that. Walmart, sure. but you're you're. If you were to go to Walmart or Target, you would choose Target. Faux show. So give me your uh, Target. Why why should I go to Target then? I don't know. I mean, uh, why not? They got everything. Ask me. What do they have? What is your favorite thing to buy at Target? I don't know. Everything. Yeah, I think you buy everything. From I Target. can get almost everything at Target. Um. Why don't you go to Walmart then? Why why do you refuse I think because to go to Walmart? I don't refuse. How dare I do not refuse. <laughs> Everybody I do not refuse to go to Walmart. We're not near one, we're not near any Walmarts. That's I mean like I'll go to Walmart for other stuff too. Do you go there for fashion? No. <laughs> there there's your But I the Walmart's fashion is like eight sixty three or eight. It always is weird like I don't know what the I buy my scrubs here sometimes, I guess. Yeah, I mean, I like Target. I like the aesthetics, you know? They have cute home stuff. They have nice, they have cute clothing, um, like stuff that you need, like, in a pinch. Um, their, like, beauty and, like, self-care stuff is not bad. They have a good selection of food. They have, you can get, you can get everything at Target, pretty much. And it's, like, decent quality, you know? Um, it's honestly, like, a one-stop shop. There's not really anything you can't get there. Um, I'm, uh, of course I'm sure there is, but like most of the stuff you can, especially now they sell alcohol there before they didn't used to sell like some, some targets don't sell hard liquor, but most of them sell hard liquor now. Um, most of the food stuff we can buy. I will say the only thing that target lacks is like some of the grocery stuff. It's easier to just go to grocery, but even now they have like Mm. a small grocery section. I'll be sad. Our new place isn't super close to a target. Yeah, we're not right now. It's close, but not super close. Have you been to a super Target? Like those big ass yeah, ones? Yeah, those big ass Targets. Do you know the one in in our favorite city is is not it's not a super super one? No, it's oh, not then I don't think so. It's huge. They're usually in like middle of nowhere Targets. Oh, I might have I like feel. back in the day, but I don't remember. But do you have an earliest memory of Target? Like do you no. ever did you ever go to like their uh, Pizza Hut, like their like food courts? Yeah, they still have it though. Uh, did you did you like their food? Yeah, I used to, I've probably eaten all their food too. Hot dogs, yes. <laughs> I've had the pizza. The pizza Most of them have Starbucks now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, there's not really anything to say about Target. This is just an okay. 
Yeah, but you like their fashion though. Yeah, you know, more some so than of their... Old Navy. Uh, they have more of a variety. So, like, if I really need like a cute, hip, like a more of a like of the times outfit, it's more likely that they'll have it at Target. Target. Mm-hmm. Um, but old, but I'm more familiar with Old Navy sizing still. Cause like the thing with mm. Target, like they have since they have different clothing lines at Target, like not everything fits the same. I don't buy as many clothes at Target as I do, but like I like their accessories sometimes. Yeah, I feel like you buy a lot of like, their earrings. I swear a lot of earrings are, are from like Target. you know, random stuff. They're also open a little later. I feel in they, oh, they. I used to work at Target. Everybody. Oh well, there you go. Why? Uh, <laughs> I mean, it was just a summer job. I worked there before college. Um, I hated it, actually. I worked in the shoe the shoe and jewelry department, which means, like, I just have to pick up everybody's shoes. And you know what? I did that <laughs> shit. Try to shoe and then just leave it there. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, I mean, like, again, it's like, if you, it's it's good, like, if, if um, you need to get something, like, kind of cute. They have, like, f- knockoff, like, type of shoes, like, you know, like fake Steve Madden looking shoes or like, you know, if you can't afford getting the real thing, you can get something pretty close at Target. It's not cheap, though, mind you. What are you looking to spend? Like, what's not cheap? Uh, Like a dress, like a like a T-shirt dress or like a sundress or whatever can range from like somewhere as low as like 15 or like 40, you know. 40? Yeah, for like a nicer one. And then they have decent sales. Um. Not as good as as Old Navy sales though, but twenty percent off. You know, not bad. But like the the Target app, like you can always get a lot of deals and stuff. Um, yeah, I mean, you also have the pickup, the drive up. Oh yeah, and it's really convenient for COVID because we you have the pickup and you also have the drive up. You did the drive up. How was that? That was cool. Um, Did it take long? No, the like you have to hit the app before you leave the house. That you're like I'm on my way. You pick your car. You select that your car's, you know, attributes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what is it? Car like features? Or, yeah. Like, black sedan or yeah, 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 black yeah. man. And then the lady. Did you say black man? Black sedan. Oh, and then you said black. Van. Oh, van. I said black man. Yeah, black that? man is you say. <laughs> then you don't get any service. Wow. That's fucked up. <laughs> uh, you drive up and you say, I'm here. And then they like come out and they like, they scan your code, mm, okay. which is really nice because Target does a really good job of like you really like their um, the app the uh, mm-hmm. what's it called, what's the app cartwheel called? Or cartwheel whatever. where you you scan all the deals or whatever yeah and then like you get a percentage off I don't know you get some deal off no they have like deals sometimes like right now like let's look save ten dollars when you spend forty dollars uh you know on uh let's see weekly Target Circle it's Target Circle Target Circle now twenty percent off AirPods second generation see. You know, like they have some good stuff. Twenty percent off Starbucks ice beverages. One dollar off Maybelline New York. One dollar off Listerine. Five percent off Simply Aids and drinks. You know what I mean? Like they they have like some good stuff, and I feel like we don't utilize this as much because we're not. I don't think we're practical gross grocers. Oh no! So I feel like that's something that we should level up if we want to level up on our savings. Mm. Is like to look at through the ads and say, oh, the other things we need, we should buy these now while they're on sale. Couponers, yeah. Per se. <clears throat> Would you, uh, would you say that Target is, I guess, yeah, your favorite store? Like, because you go there so often? Yeah, I'll say I go there. It's more practical. It's a more practical favorite store than Old Navy. You can get a a lot done. 
Yeah, you can knock a lot of things off your grocery. Because you could also buy like um like supplies to like paper goods and shit. Like if I need to buy a card or something or gift card or whatever. Oh yeah, that's right. And it's also like <laughs> whenever I don't have clothes for like a wedding or a. Oh you know, like, yeah. Target has everything. Like they have. Yeah, pants in there's the back. many a time that we've bought a dress shirt or like a dress pant or like something for the you. day of or the the morning before. Yeah. The, the, Right that? before going to a wedding. What's the guy brand good something? Good. Fuck, I was going to say good Goodwill. and plenty. I was going to say goodwill. I don't know. Good rich? I don't know. No, One it's of the good something. Yeah. Good something. And yeah, they have lots of ties. And Do you like their animated tees or their tees? Oh, like their t- eight two for eight dollars or two for ten or I mean, Star Wars. Sure. Or... I mean, those are good Christmas gifts. I, I used to do that a lot too. Buy like a graphic tee for like a like two friends or something, you know. Mm. So why wouldn't I want to go to Target? Like, what? It's a little bit pricier than than like a Walmart. Mm. I guess if you don't like Starbucks, or if you don't like, yeah, I mean, the how do you feel about their right now with their um, line before you get to the to the line? You know how you have to wait. Oh, I mean that's fine. It's all for safety and whatnot and the, of a line outside i guess they are a little safety man good at it i guess i don't know i like target yeah and i love target would you get their card are you wouldn't you say you're debating on getting their, i would but i don't know why credit we, card i have i have too many credit cards so it's not worth it you don't shop there enough to i you know it. lately I, we haven't been honestly we haven't been shopping there that often like maybe once a month or once twice a month you buy a lot of your makeup there too you buy uh, a lot of their. I, used to buy, a lot I of buy like their like face stuff, like face wash, or um, oh, I, I buy. Uh, actually, yeah, no, I think I don't really buy as much makeup as I used to. One, I'm not buying any makeup. Yeah, nobody's the same. I haven't done any makeup. Okay. Anyways, okay. Kirsten's well, corner. That's Kirsten's corner on Target. And it's now time for everyone's favorite segment, Sierra Says. Hi, everyone, and welcome to yet another Sierra Says. This week, I am coming to you from the beautiful state of Colorado. I am here visiting my family for about a week. And since I am such a mountain girl at heart, it feels so good to be back here and so good to be out in nature once again. And that is my bad segue into this week's topic, which is going out in public. Of course, for cross-dressers and for people whose gender expression is changing, going out in public, expressing oneself in a different way can feel like a big step, and it most certainly is. And there is often a lot of fear and a lot of discomfort associated with doing so. So in this week's segment, I say a big yes, queen, to feeling comfortable going out in public by specifically doing things to help you confront your fear and any reservations you have about doing so. And then I also say a big nah, girl, to being driven by those fears and letting those fears get in the way of opening yourself up to your true identity. I'd like to do this by talking about one of my very first experiences going out in public and the processes of overcoming fear that were associated with doing so. My very first experience going out in the world as Sierra, at least in a way where I interacted with other people, was a camping trip that I took earlier this year in which I planned a trip that would essentially require me to live as Sierra in the world for a few days. 
I plan to go on a camping trip to the Eastern Sierra, which is the Eastern side of the Sierra Nevada mountains here in California. Spoiler alert, also where my name came from. And I packed only clothes to dress as Sierra so that I wouldn't have any choice but to live through any uncomfortable moments and to push through any fear or reservation that I might have about being myself in public. And I can say, now that I look back on it, even though there were moments of discomfort, it was by and large a liberating experience and an experience that helped me build a lot of confidence being this side of myself in public and around other people. As I approached putting this trip together, I specifically thought about what is it that would make me feel uncomfortable in a situation like that? And what is it about being out in public and being around other people that made me feel nervous or made me feel afraid about doing that? And when I actually listed out those things and came up with a plan to, number one, give myself a space to feel comfortable, and then number two, find ways of still putting myself in situations that would push me to the next level, I came up with an experience that worked very well. So what I ended up doing was planning a trip where I set up for dispersed camping, meaning camping outside of a campground for a few days. In that sense, I had space to myself where I could feel free to be Sierra without any judgment, anyone else around where I could feel completely comfortable, dressing up, doing my makeup, everything like that. But then I also made sure that as I planned this trip, I would have experiences where I had to be around other people, or at least if I wanted to do the things I wanted to do, I would be forced to be seen by people and also interact with them. And my two plans were to, number one, go kayaking on a lake nearby, and number two, visit a state park where there are always a lot of people around. I did both of those things, and at my very first stop, I had my first interactions with other people, and I had people seeing me being Sierra, launching my kayak, paddling around the water, and even talking with a few people as I went through that process. And just going through that process and then coming out on the other end, knowing that I didn't have any bad experiences and feeling that I had been treated well by everyone around me with whom I had interacted was just a huge shot of confidence. And I came away from that experience feeling that I was capable of being Sierra in public. And even if I didn't feel completely like I was passing the whole time, even if I knew that maybe my hair was looking kind of messy or there were a few things about me that might have given away that I was cross-dressing or that I was transgender, there was nothing that made me feel uncomfortable. And just having that experience and having a kind of normal interaction with other people gave me a shot of confidence that helped me propel to the next stage. That's not to say that every moment of being out in public will be one that builds confidence. There are moments of anxiety. There are moments when you feel uncomfortable and there are moments of fear and discomfort that you sometimes just have to push through. That is part of the process. And I firmly believe that it is those moments of confronting your anxiety, confronting your fear that will make you stronger and make you feel more confident being yourself in public. Case in point, my second stop of the day was to visit a state historic park that always tends to be pretty busy. As I started walking around this park, I lost a lot of the confidence that I felt earlier in the day when I was kayaking because I was around more people. The wind was whipping pretty heavily. My hair, which was already really messy, the wig that I was using, was flying around. I felt like I couldn't keep it under control. I had changed into a different outfit, and honestly, the pants that I was wearing didn't fit very well, and they kept kind of falling down. So here I was, trying to hold my wig on my head with one hand, trying to hold my pants up with the other, and just still trying to feel normal and enjoy the experience. 
then it all came to a head when I looked at my reflection in the window of a historic building and just hated what I saw. I felt that I wasn't passing. I felt that uh, I was really sticking out and it gave me a lot of anxiety to the point where I just left. Even though I was having a great day otherwise, and even though I was still happy to be pushing myself and getting out there, I had a moment of anxiety that forced me to kind of retreat. So I went back to my campsite, the space where I knew I could make myself feel comfortable, and I just thought, what can I do to help myself overcome that particular fear, that particular experience that I had that didn't go so well? Well, it's important to kind of isolate some of those things that didn't work so that you can figure out what to do differently next time. So I wore a different outfit, one that didn't have those same issues where the pants would be falling down. I cleaned out my wig. I set myself up with some hairpins, of course, so that next time I would go out in the wind, it wouldn't be such an issue. And then later in the day, I went out, did some mountain driving, even interacted with some other people when I was doing so, and just had a great time. Going out is a process of, number one, enjoying yourself, if and when possible, but then also finding those things and isolating those things that make you feel uncomfortable and then thinking, what can I do to make sure that that doesn't bother me the next time or make sure that I can feel better if something like that happens again? And this camping trip was an amazing opportunity to confront some of those things that gave me fear about going out. And I think in particular, the fact that I didn't bring any guy clothes other than the clothes that I wore there, it forced me to live through this experience as Sierra and just instead of shying away from anything that made me uncomfortable, instead of retreating into guy mode, it forced me to confront it and just figure out solutions. And this was, I think, such a constructive experience that not long after, I completely lost any sort of fear or reservations about going out in public. It also took maybe working a little more on my makeup routine and feeling like I could iron out a few details that made me feel like I wasn't passing. But I would say that that experience of going camping as Sierra for a few days and forcing myself to live in that mode was one of the best decisions I could have possibly made. So where am I going with all of this? Well, if you're interested in making yourself feel comfortable being out in public or giving yourself an opportunity to do so, the best way I would say is just to dive right in. Find something that you can do that will, number one, be something you enjoy. You wanna make sure you're doing something that you love because it's even better when you're dressed up out in the world living your best self. And then also just find specifically those things that you are afraid of. Point to those things while you're having the experience before you go out and then reflect on them afterwards and think about what can be done again to make sure that when I go out again or next time I want to be Sierra in the world or be yourself in the world, what can be done to make sure that those issues don't limit you in the future? I really and truly credit this camping experience and the fact that I forced myself to confront my discomfort in this situation with being the thing that gave me the confidence to very shortly thereafter go out in public around lots of other people, go shopping, go out in the city, and just be myself without any care in the world. In fact, when I drove here from California to Colorado this last week, I did the whole drive dressed up as Sierra. I spent that whole time going out in public, interacting with other people at gas stations, at a restaurant, and there was just absolutely no issue whatsoever. And it made me feel so good to have that confidence to be myself fearlessly out in public around other people. There's no better feeling than just being yourself. So again, in this segment, I say yes, queen, to going out in public if it's something you want to do and 
not letting yourself be limited by your fears or any discomfort. And of course, nah, girl, to being limited by those fears and not finding ways of overcoming them because you can do it. When you do find ways of overcoming those fears and living your authentic best self, you will feel great doing so. And that's how Sierra sees it. And finally, the miscellany. Yes! And that's it for this week's episode, guys, where you heard me kind of uh, ramble on about cross-dressing in public and where I see that headed. Uh, You also heard Kristen talk about her favorite store, Target, especially everyone's favorite store where you can shop for clothes and food and other stuff, jewelry and other and makeup and things that'll help you be your best self uh, at Target. We're still not sponsored by them, but you know, I would love to be. And you heard Sierra talk about her camping experience going out as Sierra. This is the 60th episode, guys. Just want to give another thank you, thank you to everybody listening. Still want to give a shout out on Patreon. Uh, still want to give you guys a shout out on Patreon. I'll do that, I think, in next week's episode or the week after. Stay tuned for this week's Curious Conversations with Giselle. That's me. Um, and this week I have Chrissy, a cross-dresser, demigendered, wonderful individual f- living in the great uh, country of Israel. But you'll hear her story about how difficult it is being a cross-dresser there and her harrowing story from everything from, my gosh, I don't even want to spoil it, but love, death, uh, shoot, hate. I mean, it's got everything. Uh, enjoy it. It's a two-parter. And yeah, there's still a question of the month. Where do you guys like to shop? Email me, DM me, or tweet me. I'll answer that question at, at the beginning of next month, which is October. Hope you guys are enjoying the rest of your September. Stay cool. It is fall. Please wear your mask. Wash your hands. Do everything you can to not catch this virus. Stay at home if you can. Go out only if you need to. And yeah, um, that's it for this week's episode. As always, guys, I love you guys. And uh, keep it fresh. Stay blessed. And remember, you're all gorgeous. Again, guys, I'm not here to diagnose or treat anything. I'm just here to share my story. Have others come on the podcast to share their story to help you learn about the world of cross-dressing, sexuality, and gender a bit more.